Hey everyone, this is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to AM Reviews. It's Muhammad and Adrian, and today we're here to review the film A Man Called Otto. And this film stars Tom Hanks as Otto Anderson, Truman Hanks, oh, as also Otto Anderson, the younger Otto Anderson, uh, <laughs> Marlana uh, Trevino as Marisol, Rachel Keller as Sonia. Mac Beta as Malcolm, and that's pretty much the main cast there. But this film was about when a lively young family moves in next door. Grumpy widower Otto Anderson meets his match in a quick-witted pregnant woman named Marisol, leading to an unlikely friendship that turns his world upside down. So what did you get from the film? A Man Called Otto. So a man called Otto. Um, it's a. I didn't realize it came out in twenty twenty two. So um, it is uh, a couple years old. It was definitely, I think, Tom Hanks being Tom Hanks, which is amazing. Um, but it's not often we get him to be like a sour character, almost like Scrooge. Um, but he still played it well, and it was still super compassionate. Um, it definitely picks up steam the longer you watch it and kind of realize it's his personality that is kind of dry, not necessarily the movie itself, um, but it came together nicely. I agree. Um, this one definitely had to grow on me. It was pretty boring at first, but once they get into some of the sentimental stuff, it really starts to come along and the story starts to come together. Um, but I haven't seen a whole bunch of Tom Hanks films, so um, okay, I, I know he has a pretty good uh, library of films, but I think this one is pretty good. Definitely. I mean, he has old classics. I mean, like like Wilson, Forrest Gump. Um, oh, yeah. Story, I mean, voice those. acting, Toy Story. Um, Sully um, was kind of in the same vein. I guess he wasn't too much of like a happy character either. Um, oh, from Monsters, Inc.? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Um, I guess it's not. I don't know if it's called Sully. Miracle on the Hudson, the guy who landed the plane. Oh, yeah. But okay, I remember that. Because he's like, you kind of didn't need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it, but I know plane. what you're talking about. This is my plane. I'm save these people. And they're like, well, there were so many options that weren't the river. <laughs> I'm the captain now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> also, Tom Hanks. <laughs> <So> <laughs> he has a bunch of stuff he does. And he has like like smaller films. They, they, he, I mean, he's always acting. Yeah, um, and I would say he's probably a legend at this point. Oh, definitely a living legend, for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, this movie is pretty good. Um, it's I'm not sure if it's for everybody, but I think it's a pretty good film. It's, uh, it's kind of hard to really not spoil things without giving a <laughs> good no, review. I mean- there's, I mean, it's pretty, 
direct in the storyline, I guess. Um, the order in which the story is told um, is interesting. It's kind of told in flashbacks and in real time as he's kind of telling stories, which is nice. But yeah, it's really not much to it, but it's simple in that way, I guess. Yeah, it's a pretty simple film. Um, you're thinking, or at least I was thinking that there was going to be more to it. Uh, but uh, no, that's it. I mean, it's not really a lot of uh, thinking that has to go on. It's just more of the sentimental feels that go on. And I thought it ended pretty sadly. It ended sadly, but I think the quality of his life at the end of his life was so much better than when we started. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, it was satisfying as I guess it could be. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> but let's considering go some of the opening scenes, that was the best way it could have ended. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let's go ahead and get into the story. So uh, we have Tom Hanks. He is the man called Otto. Um Going into this film, like I, I never saw any trailers. I thought this was more of like a, I don't know, he's something like a spy or something. <laughs> like he's I, a dangerous guy. <laughs> I didn't see any trailers um, either. And I didn't read the description either. Um, but someone else watched it and they were like, well, I think you, should, I think you would enjoy it. Um, but I did not expect, I didn't expect anything, but I did not expect it to be like action filled. Because I guess Tom Hanks is isn't really adventurous in his films no um but i mean it's pretty simple so he's a guy who um you know he lives alone uh he's pretty much being pushed into retirement uh he just had his last day and he's upset that you know these i guess fools are are idiots what he calls everybody are now um, pretty much taking over everything at his job, his neighborhood. Um, they're all getting in his way. So he's pretty much had enough of things and he wants to end it all um, by killing himself. But these idiots just keep getting in the way. And um, we go on a small adventure throughout his life with uh, his new neighbor neighbors and one of those neighbors is Marisol, this uh, Hispanic woman who just moved from some other country. I'm not sure. Somewhere in South America, I think. And she has two kids, one on the way, a husband that's there. <laughs> he hurt himself. Um, but she takes a liking to him because, I don't know, I guess she sees something good in him, thinks he's a good guy. I don't Even know, though he's been pretty really, grumpy. Right. They're um they're definitely like a Squidward and uh SpongeBob situation. <laughs> <laughs> She's SpongeBob, he's Squidward. Definitely. <laughs> um but yeah, uh there's also another neighbor. He's kind of like he looks a little under middle age, maybe, maybe in, in his forties, maybe. Uh but he he pretty much just hangs out with everybody. Um, there's this cat that uh, is kind of just roaming around the neighborhood, and they end up giving the cat to him, even though he doesn't want it. He doesn't want any of this stuff. He wants to get back to 
whatever he was doing. He's saying, I have things to do, but really it's not much at all. It's just making sure things are in place, um, going around the neighborhood and then set him up, setting up himself to kill himself multiple times. Uh, I mean, the first attempt, he tries to hang himself, um, but that fails. Somebody else gets in the way. Uh, there's another time he tried to um, suffocate himself with some kind of gas in his car. Uh, somebody else gets in the way. Right. And uh, each one of these times, too, is also like where we see these flashbacks and kind of explains why he's so sad. We meet his late wife in these flashbacks. Um, and it seems whenever it's about to be completed, um, there's a message or there's a memory that is said um, that kind of corresponds with what's happening in the real world and snaps him out of whatever it is that's happening. Yeah, almost like she's speaking to him from the grave. Um, we find out little details throughout the film about his relationship with his wife. And I thought it was interesting that they never showed I guess the older version, it was just. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I was just realizing that as you were saying it, that we never saw the older version. Yeah. Cause I mean, we even see older version versions of the people or younger and older versions of the people who had um, lived in that neighborhood for a while. And um, they, they never decided to cast a older wife. Um, and the, the woman that they use for his younger wife, do you recognize her? The younger person. Rachel Keller. She looked, what is she from? What is she in? Legion. Oh, wow. Have not. Wow. You remember that show, right? Professor, Professor right, X's son. I've not thought about that show in years. Um, <laughs> and honestly, I couldn't tell you how it ended. Um, Me neither. <laughs> It was. I, so many, it. <laughs> I think I finished. I'm not really sure, but there are so many episodes, and it's just such a slow story. Yeah, and they took so much time in between it. It's hard to go back, but I'll watch it one day. Um, but yeah, that's her. Um, but yeah, we we get little bits of his life with his um, wife, and they kind of keep you on the edge of what really happened to her. We know that she's no longer here. But, um, you know, what what happened to her? And we find out that, you know, of course, she died. Um, she died of cancer not too long ago, about six months before this movie had started. Um, they met at a train station where, uh, you know, he just randomly just sat down or I think she might have dropped her book or something and he was trying to get it to her. And they. Uh, you know, hit it off from there. And she was kind of the person that um, made his life exciting. She was the the free spirit person in the relationship, even though he was very calculated and gray. Gray, yeah. Um, really, he was a lot nicer whenever he was younger, more timid. Now he's more like a hardened old man that's been beaten up by life and he's ready to end it all. Life has definitely kind of beat him up and he doesn't really care. He's done. He doesn't need friends and need people. He is um, ready to, to move on. Yeah. Um, move on and um, be with his wife, you know, but uh, 
thing or people keep getting in the way. Uh, he thinks everybody are uh, idiots, including Marisol. Um, but she kind of grows on him. Uh, first thing that she has him do is um, pick or take them to take her and her family to the hospital because the husband fell off a ladder. So, uh, you know, she has the, the two kids, two daughters, and then uh, a baby that's on the way. And, you know, he refuses at first. He doesn't really want to take them. But he's like, okay, as yeah, he's he about is, to kill himself. <laughs> he is hilariously rude. But and he's like, yeah, you're interrupting me. You know, he's almost like you're interrupting watching TV. But he's like, no, he's trying to commit suicide. And it's like, it's a very interesting way to take it. It's like, it's humorous, but it's not making fun of it because it's so very serious. But um, it it does make those moments um, very light in the movie somehow, which is interesting. Yeah, it, it does make it pretty light. Um little funny in moments, but uh, it's a very serious matter. You know, this man's trying to kill himself. Well, these people keep getting in the way. Um, so he takes them to the hospital, you know, just waits around. The, the girls want him to read to him. So he does. Um, and then this clown shows up <laughs> and the clown, you know, wants to do this trick with a quarter. But he's like, I need this quarter back. And he's like, OK. And then he does the trick gives him a quarterback, but it's not the right one. So he jacks up this clown for the real quarter that he wanted, the original one. And the clown just, I guess he's traumatized from that. And the way they described it, you thought that he beat down the clown, but no, he, he didn't really punch him or even slap him. He just roughed him up a little bit. Maybe just jacked him up, but. I mean, yeah, I mean, you could still argue that. I mean, that was kind of like, he assaulted him. I mean, he put his hands on him. He's very mean. But the clown was being aggravated. I, you know, <laughs> he was being aggravated. Um, and that coin was special to him, right? It was with him. 1964. I, right, 1964. Um, and he kind of carried it with him and uh, would have been with him um, when he during these um, suicide attempts as well. Um, so I was like, I'm mad at this clown too. Like, he didn't get a pass. Um because he's getting my nerves. Yeah, I really didn't like him either. But I was also thinking this really couldn't happen in real life because Otto is not uh, a big man. And, you know, he's getting up there in age. And these younger guys should be able to just destroy him because <laughs> he comes across another guy that, um, you know, he at this point. Marisol, she wants to learn how to drive. She doesn't have a license. Uh, she's 30 years old at this point, you know, got kids. Um, she wants to learn how to drive. So he uh, he's teaching her how to drive a stick, uh, which I don't know how to drive one either. But um, she's at this light and she doesn't really know what to do. And there's a car behind them and the light turns from green to red and then the car keeps uh, honking the horn behind them. He gets out of the car and jacks up the guy, this younger guy, in the truck. And then says, I can't remember exactly what he says, but he pretty much says, you need to be patient. She's uh, just learning to drive. Wait your turn. In yeah. that moment, I thought that that guy should have just destroyed him. <laughs> well, he 
could have. I mean, the guy was scrawny, and you know, he got the old man strength. But also, you don't know, he looks like that I have a gun on him. I mean, he just he reads to me like he would be concealed caring. So you, you can't just always assume, even necessarily the overpowering, but also not wanting to escalate it too, right? The clown definitely didn't want to fight back. Um, and this guy <laughs> in the street was, I guess, more in shock. This old man actually walked up to him. Um, so if he's going to walk up to me, he might have the means to do something if something goes down. So, you know, I might not have him there. I don't know about that. I mean, I would think the younger guy would have had something on him, actually. I mean, you see how people are these days. I mean, it's possible. <laughs> they could have a little shootout. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. uh, but he just gets away with it. I, somehow. Um, really wouldn't try that. But, um, yeah. Um, there's also some other flashbacks with some of the people in the neighborhood that have been with him for a while. Like, um, what's their name? Um, Ruben is the husband. Um, he became good friends with him. The way that their relationship fell off didn't really make sense to me, but, um, it happened. Um, Anita is. They didn't uh, really have much of a relationship, I guess. They're really the entire time they were neighbors. Yeah, but I, I thought they had a good one at first, but you know, it fell off the wayside because of a difference in liking cars. Right, two very old, stubborn men who don't have much to really go about, and um, <laughs> yeah, yes, it was a bit much um you definitely hopefully exaggerating what doesn't happen in real life but um i could see someone with some social issues um who thinks particular ways who may not be willing to really have a relationship um whenever there's just difference of opinions yeah um a very minor difference of opinion um but you know the the wife Ruben's wife, Anita, um, she becomes good friends with Otto's wife, Sonia. And, um, you know, the guys hang out at times, but, you know, their their relationship falls off. Uh, we don't really see Anita and Sonia that much together, but um, they said that they were best friends. Um, <clears throat> Anita and Ruben are still around, but Ruben, he's at the point where he pretty much needs care from a caregiver every day um he's not really able to do for himself and his wife is his caregiver but now they're being threatened to um be put in a nursing home well he's going to be put in a nursing home or hospice care and uh she's gonna they're saying that she's gonna do something similar also uh because they have the son who has now been put as a power of attorney over both of them um, who he has not been around for at least 10 years now. So he doesn't really know what's going on. He's kind of just, you know, doing what he thinks is right. Um, and we also have this guy who is, I guess, in charge of the um, nursing home or some kind of long-term home for older adults. And um, he's kind of doing some shady things in the background. To where it escalates to this point where um you know they have a little face off 
So I think um, it, it wasn't actually the um, the guy that works at the nursing home, but rather he works with the homeowners association or the development company of the complex. Um, and he was working with the nursing home on the son's behalf, which is seems very illegal, which they address in this face-off. Um, but in some ways, the movie comes off as a play more so than a movie. Um, and because a lot of these characters we don't actually see. Like we never see the sun. We never know what the interactions are. Um, we only kind of go based on what people are saying about people. And that was one of those times. So it was like, they're having some outside moment or story happen, but really just kind of talking about it and it resolves itself pretty quickly. Um, but I guess that's really towards like the, maybe over the halfway point in the movie when that's happening. It's off. I think that's really right at the end. Yeah, that's more, yeah, you're right. That's more towards the end. Um, be, so, and before we get to that face-off, because they, they, they end up broadcasting on social media, um, there was a scene where um, Otto ends up saving a man's life at the train station. Um, and uh, the guy falls off the rails, falls onto the rails, train's coming. Otto goes down, picks him up, takes him out, um, and considers in his face. It just looks like he's going to stand there um, to get hit by the train himself. Uh, but then is you know flashback called out of it um, and brought back on the um, the sidewalk by the bystanders. While this was happening, he was being recorded, um, and um, someone on social media found him, tracked him down, wanted to interview him. He said no at first, um, but then calls back whenever he needs help with his friend who's being taken advantage of for their home, um, and that kind of adds a layer to the story there. So all these people on the outside are now seeing Otto as his hero or someone who they can rely on, a good friend, when he initially does not care about anyone or anything um, until he, I guess, has some things to live for in other people, these new neighbors and things like that. Yeah. Um, and as soon as he finds something to live for, his life ends. Um, so, you know, I'm trying to think he ended up in the hospital. Um, I'm trying to remember how he ended up in the hospital. He, he fell. Okay. Um, he had like a, yeah. some kind of um, maybe like a minor heart attack because he had like an enlarged heart. Right. And uh, Marisol went to go yeah. check up on him. Um, and, uh, you know, the doctor was saying, you know, he needs to be careful. He has a really big heart issue, needs to um, make sure he's being safe and having people check on him. Uh, but, you know, leading up to this and after this, he's being looked at as the um, the hero of the neighborhood and of the town because he's, you know, helped out so many people. He's helped Marisol learn how to drive, taking care of her kids. Um Helped that one guy with the cat. Um, helped out this uh, under, I, I think they're underage, maybe. Underage uh, transgender person. Mm -hmm. um, 
uh, stay over one night or a few nights at his house because they were kicked out by their father at the time. Um, you know, just helping out all these people that he didn't really intend to, you know, he just wanted to just go ahead and end it all. But all these people kept getting in the way and, you know, he's feeling good. Everything's going well. And then one day they find him passed out in his bed where he died. Um, and I guess he had no other family, like no brothers, no sisters, no cousins. That's a good point. But um, that's a good point because no one else was really there. He didn't leave anything to anybody else other than the neighbors and friends. Yeah, uh, I was going to get to that point. So he leaves yeah. everything to Marisol, <laughs> right. a woman that he met maybe a few months ago. Right. <laughs> and um, I think he said something about. So he, it's kind of like a uh, a narration of yeah, you know, what, what he wanted. Forward. Yeah, what he wanted after his death. And he said, please don't buy a Chevy. And she ends up buying a Chevy, <laughs> <laughs> you know, for the whole family. Okay. Um, don't, let, don't let the husband drive. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I guess she didn't care about that. But they they still did honor him after his death, you know, he had a funeral. Um, they kind of made it into a celebration for him, but, um, you know, everything wrapped up pretty nicely. It was a really sad film in the end, you know, just having him dying at his highest moment after his wife's death. And, um, just to rewind his wife, um, him and his wife, they were going on this trip to Niagara Falls you know, they got to see the falls and um, on the way back, the bus that they're riding on um, swerved off the road. And, um, you know, some people got hurt. It looked like his wife may have died, but uh, she ended up, you know, still being alive, but being paralyzed. And at the time she was pregnant with a mm-hmm. baby and they ended up losing the baby and were never able to have a child. Uh, and then, you know, I think that might've been the last flashback. Um, yeah, I guess. And they showed a little, I mean, they showed a bit past that him, you know, taking care of her, trying to get the homeowners association on board with making things more accessible. He kind of flips out, um, and they get him off the board. Um, and that's kind of the, the start of his decline. Of folks outside of his life. Yeah. And um, he, uh, you know, after his wife dies, he pretty much thinks that he's he has nothing else to live for. So, you know, he wants to just end it all. But all these people keep getting in the way to where they don't give him a chance to. Um, but, you know, he ends up dying anyway due to his enlarged heart. Um which, you know, I thought it was a really sad film um, mm-hmm. in the end. But, you know, kind of surprising based on how it started. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't know what to expect going into it, right? Kind of blind. So it was definitely an interesting, interesting tape. I think very realistic in some ways, too. Um, thinking, you know, of course, losing someone and being someone's caregiver and that being your entire life 
an identity and that being removed, you know, what do you have to live for if you never live for yourself, right? Um, so that was something interesting. I think um, him kind of being embarrassed at first of wanting to end his life um, and then having to explain it to Marisol uh, in, um, in the way that he did or her just kind of getting it um, and being the support person, I thought was really nice. Um, and I think a very realistic story in that way. Of course, I think, you know, physics exaggerated about the behaviors or how mean he was, things like that. But, but I do think these things definitely can and do happen to real people. So it's always refreshing to watch a story about real life. Yeah, I would agree. Um, you know, it makes you appreciate those little things. Um, and, you know, it just adds to Tom Hanks's uh, library of great films. Um, but yeah, it's a, I think it's a, it's a must watch. Um, yeah, definitely really good. I think it was in the top 10 on Netflix. They must've just put it on Netflix. Yeah. You know, I would just kind of scroll. I was like, Oh, okay. I heard of this, but you know, never yeah. saw any trailers. Um, but let's go ahead and give this one a rating. So the lowest rating is trash. Middle is background noise. And the highest is a banger. So how would you rate the film? A man called Otto. I would rate this one as, um, a low banger. It's weird with the, with the rating system. It's not really like that a banger of a movie, but um, <laughs> I, I I think it's one that's definitely worth paying attention to to get the full gravity of it all. I did have one complaint in it, and but other people might disagree. Um, and you probably don't even remember in in the flashback. I believe it was with the bus. They played a version of Maxwell's. A woman's work. I just didn't look the cover. I thought it was awful, but um, <laughs> that was my only criticism. Was I, and they and they couldn't have played the original because it wouldn't have met the mood. So I get why this rendition was better for the mood. I just when I when I was like, that's what that's not not how this song sounds. But other than that, I thought it was great. Okay, yeah, I don't really remember what they were playing at the time. Um... It's a really weird thing to pick up on. I don't know why I did when I did. I was bothered. <laughs> well, I guess that's not too bad of a, a critique, but um, I'm going to go with the same thing. It's a low banger. Um, I definitely think it's a good heart heartwarming film. Um, that will, I mean, you might shed a tear, but um, yeah. it's really good. Yeah, definitely. It's um, definitely an emotional one for sure. Um. If you like, like I said, you're paying attention to the whole thing, but it's Tom Hanks at his best. I mean, it's what he does. He really just becomes this character. Yeah, he really does. A grumpy old man. <laughs> plays it well, plays it well. And it's like some, some actors or actresses, you know, you just see them as themselves. Like, I think we've said it before, even in voice work. I mean, he was, this is Woody. This is, and but he didn't sound like Woody. And he's not doing a voice. It's just he's able to, his inflection and everything just makes him sound so different. Very different than like Beyonce in Lion King. Now, Beyonce is awesome, but I felt like I was watching The Lion King featuring Beyonce. I was not. <laughs> well, 
what you're trying to say is she's not a good actor. Well, I'm not saying she's a good actor. Well, I'm not saying she's a bad actor. All I'm saying is she is maybe not great at not being herself, which is fine because sometimes you you don't like for example Sylvester Stallone. He is Sylvester Stallone in all his films. Every he's Rocky in every one of the movies he's in, Rambo, <laughs> whatever it is. He is the same person. So, but you I, know what? You, you see it. I think that surgery got in the way. So, you, you know what? I saw. <laughs> I don't know why, but maybe it was a YouTube video. I didn't. I don't think I clicked it, but I saw like the the cover picture, or whatever. Um, and <laughs> it was before and after, and I was like, oh man, it was like a little puffy. Took his edge off. The jawline's squishy now. <laughs> well, well, he's he, he's getting up there in age, so you know. Yep, trying to stay gonna look the, the same. Young boys, you let it go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just let it go. Um, but I think that does it for us in any reviews. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Make sure to check out our other platforms, including YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which are all linked in the description. And if you want to send us a message, click the message link to get featured on the show. And thanks for listening.